Peter's life is a ripple effect in, you know, in reverse going back in time from Jesus' life. Our lives is to look, we're meant to look like Jesus' ripple effect. So how does your story, how does your life reflect the same shape of Jesus' humility and Jesus' self-sacrifice? What is What's your ripple effect? What kind of ripple are you? This shape of life, I probably don't need to tell you, is not what our culture is going for. Right? To be honest, it's maybe not even what our church culture is most often going for. Because if we're brutally honest, a concern for how others see us usually takes priority over vulnerability, which is a key factor of humility. And if we're brutally honest, a determined independence most often takes priority over the process of building trust with other if we're really, really honest, we don't generally put ourselves in situations where we're going to be thrown up in the air <laughs> like a flyer, where we're going to have to trust uh, the cheer team and trust those catchers to, to catch us. We don't choose generally to put ourselves in that position. We far rather be a catcher. We would like to be a shoulder to lean on. We would like to be a servant to another person, but the part about being willing to trust others, the part about putting my heart open to others, the part about me being vulnerable to others, that part we're not so crazy about. Our calling is to live like ripples in the way of Jesus. But Jesus' way is so different. So different than what our culture values. I just have to draw, can you see what this statue is? I've never seen it in real life, but I love it. Can you see what the man, what the guy's doing? He's making himself that. He's got, you know, the chisel. He's a self-made man. This is what our culture this is what we all want to strive for, right? A self-made man, a self-made woman, someone who has pulled our stuff together and made it in the world, despite all the odds. I want to take this morning a little bit closer look at how Esther proceeds with this 
sister um, is going to show us some things. She's teaching us some ways of how she walked into this moment. And spoiler alert, <laughs> the answer is not going to be all you need to do is grit your teeth and try harder to be self-sacrificing. Come on, go out there and be a better friend, be a stronger neighbor, be more thoughtful, be a better servant. That's the spoiler alert. That is not what Esther does. That's not where we're going to land today. That's not what Jesus puts in front of us. So, when Esther feels the challenge, when Esther feels this difficult calling, when Esther faces real life and she faces the impossible decisions of it and the, and the, the rock and the hard place of life, she immediately reaches out for two things in her reply, in her, in her conversation with Mordecai. She says, go gather together all the Jews in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, day or night, and my attendants and I will do fast as you do. When this is done, I'll go to the king, even if it's against the law. I perish, I perish. So Esther immediately seeks out prayer through fasting. And she seeks out communion. Remember that Esther is queen. She's technically got a fair bit of power. She is sitting pretty, right? She has all that she needs. But Esther, in the moment when life kind of gets to that point of difficult obedience, she reaches out for prayer and for community. So first of all, Esther reaching out for prayer. Now, notice that Esther calls the Jewish community to fast. She doesn't say fast and prayer. But as we've been kind of mentioning off and on throughout this book, the book of Esther does not mention God once. In fact, it makes no reference to religious, even faith. And this, the scholars believe this is like a rhetorical um, device. It's actually on purpose. And, the, and scholars believe that, that the book, the author wrote it with, with no mention of God in order to, to prove or to show that God is in it all. God is inter twine into every single moment. He's part of every moment of the story. Now, in the biblical narrative all through the Bible, anytime fasting happens, it regular, it is, it's accompanied by prayer. Fasting and prayer go together. Now, fasting is to not eat for a certain set amount of time. Fasting, it, it is, it's, it's to show the depth of the concern or to show the, the, uh, the significance of the request, the imploring of God's help. So Esther, she throws in her life, she throws her hope, the very uncertainty of her life, she throws it all onto the Lord. It's, it's a leap of faith. It's being a fire. It's going up into the air. It is not just a gritting of teeth. Do this. It's going to be hard, but I'm just going to do it. And she's in grit her teeth. And she's not just kind of doing a thrill seeking dive, like, let's see what happens. No, she, she throws herself into. 
Just share the load to support her, to walk with her, to catch. 
one spirit and having one mind, doing things without selfish ambition or vain conceit, um, looking at others uh, with and valuing others more than you know above ourselves, looking not to our own interests but to each of the interests of the others around us. I think the way of living into this way is going to happen more if we choose to live like Esther. If we become people who actually reach out in our own difficult obedience, that we reach out for prayer, we reach out for community. Maybe it doesn't start with being a good catcher. Right? Maybe it actually starts with being a flyer. We'd all like to be just catchers because it's a safer place to be. I'll be someone who supports other people. But when we're asked, when we are put in the place in the middle of our own difficult obedience and we're put in the place of flying, of being someone who actually says, for example, I need to forgive this person, and I don't know how to do it, and, and I don't even know if I can do it. Will you walk with me? Will you pray with me? Will you check in with me? That's being a, that's being a flyer, where we choose the vulnerability, where we choose to make it more open, what our or maybe we are struggling with so much anger. But we let someone else in and we say, can you walk with me? Would you pray with me consistently about this? Would you just know that I'm, that I'm so angry? Or maybe we talk to someone and say, I'm not treating my family like I know I should. I, I'm not being who I want to be. Where we ask another person to walk with us to be in the middle of our difficult obedience. And I wonder if this is actually how we learn to be the people who live in the way of Jesus, who live to be ripples, ripple effect of Jesus, is we learn how to be flyers. Because in learning to be flyers, I think we become better catchers. We know better how to sit with people who are hurting, how to be present not necessarily just sleeping or fighting when we're with someone who's hurting. We have to be more in tune with our hard obedience in order to walk well with others. This kind of vulnerability through our own tough stuffs it, it creates a softness in us. It creates a non-judgment. It, it creates the ability to come alongside others. It it works on our selfish ambition. It works at our vain conceit. It works on us in our places where we do not want to be vulnerable. We allow others to carry difficulty, to carry our pain. We drop the need for a pristine reputation. It teaches us how to walk with others in humility because we recognize that we're in the middle of it too. There is a reason why people who are struggling with addiction find great hope and help and life 
So the challenge I have for us is, first of all, to identify a difficult obedience in your life right now. Maybe it's hard to even name what that is. Maybe it's super obvious and you just know. But what is that difficult obedience in your life right now? And then secondly, let at least one or two other people into it. Ask someone else. I don't suggest this because of, like, you need it. You know, you're, you're going off the deep end, so better get help. Like, last resort stuff. Well, I'm actually saying, 